Hey everyone, welcome back to the Crit Hit Wild podcast. I'm Jared, your host. Joined with me, as always, is Brad and Fred. How are you guys doing? I'm muting my phone as we're speaking. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing great, as always. Been very busy. That's good. Um, I think I'm uh, actively enjoying... Like, I used to say my name and say I was the host and then kind of go through everyone one by one. But I think I almost enjoy it more just to say, how are you guys doing? And then just let you guys free for all it and see who who's the first one to speak. We always let Fred speak first. He does actually end up speaking first. So I, I like, I'm loquacious. It's my thing. <laughs> uh, you guys might notice if uh, you're, you're listening to the, the full podcast version that uh, Brandon is not with us. Hopefully he's able to join us here shortly. He had some prior commitments that he's attending to, but uh, we're going to go I, ahead and... Oh. I just want to point out, Jared, that if they're not listening to the full episode, they definitely did not hear you say that. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. I, I keep getting confused. <laughs> like, we're releasing half of it on YouTube, half of it's in spot, or the rest full of things. It's very confusing for somebody who has smooth brain like myself. You're making it very hard for me. But that's all right. That's what the people want. Um, yeah. So uh, for this week, I don't think that we've had any new announcements unless there's something I missed for MCP. I think um, we, well, I mean, we have a character review clearly to do, <laughs> right. which is in the title. Yeah. It's in the title. So people yeah. pretty, pretty clearly uh, can figure out that we're going to be talking about that. I don't think that there's anything, I guess we could talk about. So they, uh, this is our last podcast. They have recently talked about a kind of starter kit that they're going to be releasing. And All for the, Black Order. Yeah, and the first affiliation that is going to be, uh, they're, what they're going to be doing it for is Black Order. And I believe the kit comes with uh, Ebony Maw, Black Dwarf, uh, Black, or Corvus Glaive, and Proxima Midnight. And it comes with all of the standard cards that you can get in both of those boxes. I don't think that there are any additional stones. I think you still have to buy the Thanos kit. It comes with, no, it comes with all stones. It comes with all stones. Okay, I must have missed that. I One of each with... stone. Yep. So it comes with all their cards in their kit, plus it comes with uh, First of the Black Order. Which uh, almost steals the deal on it being a leadership card, right? Yeah, because I, I don't think the Black Onslaught's in there, right? No, I don't think so. No, it's not. So you're still the the leadership thing, the leadership card thing is a guess. Like we've got no confirmation at all that that's. Yeah, but unless it was like something, I feel like something that big, and they were willing to put it in this like collector's box and not the black onslaught, shows that. I mean, I think it's almost like to your to your point. Like I think it almost has to be like guaranteed it's like something to mess with affiliation right i mean yeah so uh you will miss out on the black onslaught and you'll have to pick up i mean you want to miss out you have to pick up black swan and super giant if you want to get that card which we're assuming is uh i bet that's a character card you think it's a character card not the uh we, we know that we think that the uh oh shit what is it the psychic what is that card called? It's coming. In I think the they'll back. both be. 
Uh, I guess black on slot doesn't have to be, but the other one, I, I think, I think I said it was going to be for Super Giant, and you chimed in that it probably also affects Ebony Maw, which is probably true. Yeah. If Black Onslaught is not a Siege of Darkness equivalent, I'm going to be kind of surprised. Uh, oh, gosh. That's the last thing they need. That's too good. I mean, I don't... Well, okay, so look at it. Like, it's really good. They're all murder machines, but when you break it, like... If you break it out, like if you have Siege of Darkness, which costs you two power, depending on the like threat level and stuff, I mean you're because pro- Midnight Suns takes Midnight Sun like they don't splash a whole lot because they like everything that's in faction. So whenever they play that card, I mean you're looking at like five models probably doing it right. When realistically, in Black Order, maybe two or three. Like, sometimes Thanos will be in the right spot, but he's usually kind of going... Like, he's not always getting up there punching things. He's usually... Uh, well, I, I take that back. If it's zero power cost, he could do the um, the the range 3 beam. But, anyways, like, it, it's pretty much going to be just being played on Corpse and Proxima, right? I mean, unless they are able to go a little bit wider. But at most... Hey, hey just, for, just for my edification... What is this card that you were discussing? Oh yeah, uh, I, I I don't know it off the top of my head. We may have you talked about Wakanda that forever. Yes, I do know Wakanda forever. It's that, but oh, for okay. but for Black Order. Yeah. Well, but uh, I mean that is the that is what you are guessing. That's what That's he's like, guessing. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it is. I think it's going to be an attack card because attack cards are very safe because they're mostly bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like almost all of them are terrible, except for there are Disagree. there are two that I think aren't terrible. What 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 are the ones that you like, Fred? I like Carnage's. Uh, his, his the one where he gets to pull someone close. Yeah, to no, so it that has a dis- it has a displacement that yeah, makes it way better. That has a displacement, but you just make a tendrils attack, right? I'm talking specifically. I was talking specifically about a card that gives you a new attack. Oh, right. oh, yeah. I see what. You're... So something like, uh, like heavy ordnance or like Helios laser is probably like the best one to mention. That's like the good one. Well, it and the, Ricoch- Ricochet, Ricochet, Ricochet blast. Yeah, those are like the only two that get played. Those are those are well. I mean, if, if you had me a card that said. Like for Helios Laser, and even Ricochet Blast is probably actually a little bit more consistent than Helios Laser. But if you had a card that said pay 10 power, remove model from table, like you would always take it. You know what I mean? Like you would always take it. Yeah. So. What are you guys talking about? Lizard Brain is Monkey Home. Uh, is is no. played Monkey all the time. Brain is Lizard Home. The Brad. fact that whatever, you didn't whatever. even get the name right shows it's terrible. <laughs> I think if Jean Grey or Cassandra Novo got played, the um, Mental Domination card would get played because it doesn't take an action. Yeah, it's, that's a really it's good an card. It's an extra attack. Yeah, that's but a good card. both of those models do not see the table. I, I'm actually... I'm surprised that Cassandra Nova doesn't see play more. I don't think that she's that bad. I think that she's all right. I think she just gets forgotten because Jean's so bad. Fair enough. People probably don't want to buy that box because they don't. <laughs> they don't want Jean. Um, she's only affiliated with Cabal, right? Yeah. yeah. And Cabal's so, in a bad place. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they're gonna have a uh, starter kit. Um, so you can get four models out of the faction. Uh, you're still gonna have to buy Thanos, you know, by himself. Um, what do you guys think about them releasing kind of like these pre-built, pre-built squads for stuff that's outside of the core set? I was kind of surprised that they chose to do Black Order first. I mean, clearly they're having, I, I mean, I'm sure they're trying to tie it, you know, with this, the with, with this release. release, but I'm, I'm a little surprised. One, they did do it sooner, and two, they are starting with, um... Black Order, like Wakanda, would have been an excellent one to probably start off with. And Black Order's itself is kind of a, I mean, they're popular, but they're, I think, a little trickier to play. I uh, so I think this is great. I think this is a great plan on their part uh, because I, for one, have none of the Black Order models. I do not own any of them, and this means that I can get a. If if we're discussing if the card uh, actually does turn out to be a leadership card, that means I can get a fully functional Black Order list with one purchase. Yep, that's correct. Yep. Yeah. It is good. I, I, mean, I think it's good for I the game. I also think it is a great idea. I just think it's a little weird that we're getting it this far into the game. Yeah. Like, I would have liked to have seen this from the start. Like, Wakanda, those two boxes just be one Wakanda box. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and another thing, I think that the reason they're doing Black Order, aside from, uh, um, aside from there being a new release coming, is Black Order's got a lot of heat. Like, uh, the, uh, Black Order tends to do very well, just, uh, in in the general meta, and so a lot of people might flock to Black Order in the near future. Yeah, I mean they're. I think I'm not a hundred percent sure they might have taken with the gym changes. They might have taken over like Wakanda's um, spot as like the number one splash in the game. Last I last I was kind of keeping up with it. I think Wakanda had been like one of the most popular splash uh, teams. And I think black orders kind of taking that over. So everybody owns them. I mean, you only need a few of them to play to play in a game, right? You don't really even need to, get a lot of the stuff that's in the faction if you want to be able to play so seems smart on their part but hopefully we see more of them I'll, I'll be curious to see kind of how they go about it in the future but uh but i think uh, again outside of you know talking about black swan i think that was the only um kind of mcp update that we got uh, did you guys hear anything else that maybe i missed I don't know. Some people are even more convinced that we're going to get tactics card rotation. I don't know. That, I mean, they haven't said anything about it recently. Yeah. But I, I think. They haven't said anything. It's idle speculation. But I think it's interesting. Um, I could see it going either way, as long as they don't rotate characters. No, I don't think that they would do that. I think that. I mean, that they leave, mostly leave affiliation and character cards alone, too. Yeah, uh, I think that the, them putting the different symbols at the bottom of the cards was kind of a gimme because I don't know why you would do that yeah. unless you had intended to do that. But And they said from the beginning that eventually they were going to do it. It's just whether they're going to do it now or later. 
I mean, I have no idea how many tactics cards are in the game at this point. It's too, it's, a, it's a lot. But I can tell you. Yeah, I guess figure that Give out. Give me a second. But it's probably... Like, I mean, we're probably there, right? Because there's enough, like, content out as far as, like, tactics cards go to warrant um, kind of doing a rotation style, so... I, I don't know. I, what, do, what do you think of... I don't think we've actually talked about rotation uh, with you yet, Fred. What, what do you think about them kind of putting all the tactics card... Oh, go ahead. 186 tactics cards. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're there. Like, that's a lot of cards, and I think put them in a rotation is fine. What do you think about them kind of rotating um, tactics cards out on, like, a cycle as far as, like, uh, how that is for game health? I, I think it's a great idea. I think that they there's, there's some tactics cards that it would be just for to keep power creep under control and also just to keep the number of cards that you have to know what they do out of uh, un, under control yeah i'll be interested to see um i'll be interested to see kind of what that does for some affiliations depending on which tactics cards that they do decide to drop i think um and brad you might be able to uh kind of chime in i think that people are thinking that like med pack and stuff might be kind of one of the ones that go away right is that correct yeah there's a there's a list out there of all the cards based on cp number that were not included in that new card set and the speculation is that the cards that aren't in there are the ones that are leaving. I know uh, some people are saying that that might it might impact certain factions negatively, but I think I really think that like if you have because it's it's not like like you're just I don't know that med pack because everyone takes med pack, so I yeah, don't if nobody had med. Pack, yeah, it's still fair, except for I mean I guess except for shield. Shield will have. Shield has med pack. Yeah, uh, better med pack. It is better med pack. But um, I, I mean, and they they might be getting rid of stuff like med pack because they plan on introducing something else, and they just don't want those to in the game at the same time. Yeah, I mean, if they do that, that's so we have. Is it five? Is it somewhere between four and six? Restricted cards? How many cards are actively restricted in the game? Let me check the website. I don't know off the top of my head, Jared. I'm just going to sit here and vamp while while Brad's looking that up. What do you think? You give me a number. What do you, what do you think? Uh, I think that it is... I think Shot that the six dark. is correct. Okay, I think so, six is correct. All right. Uh, uh, it's can I, uh, can I... Oh my god, is that Brandon? He's back. A wild Brandon has appeared. Yeah, Brandon normally does this numbers thing. I don't know why I'm doing That's a... There are one, two, three, four, five. Five, okay. Five and three five. are banned. Wow, Brandon, uh, how do you know all this shit? I, I spent a lot of time are, on our uh, list four, builder. <laughs> four banned cards. Four banned. Well, the band is fine. So uh, if they have three banned tactics cards, one banned crisis. crisis. Yeah. So if we have five restricted tactics cards, like I think the game, uh, kind of to your point, like if they have you know a med pack and then they want to release something else that you know if it was in the restricted list, 
it could just, it's like a lot of healing, which, I mean, you already have patch up, but if it's something that kind of works, maybe like medpack does or something like that, like the overlap um, could maybe cause issues down the road. And instead of having this wonky, like restricted list, it's like 20 cards long that like you can play them, but you can only play two of them. I think that that just kind of makes everything weird when you're roster building and just doesn't like on paper, just doesn't look good to just have like a big list of cards that all have to go on the restricted list. So I think when you cycle it out and you can get rid of, you know, med pack and field dressing and whatever else. And then you, you have something maybe similar, but not the same effect currently in rotation. I think that that just like looks a lot better, like as a whole. So yeah, it's cleaner. It's yeah. a cleaner system. Yep. Well, um, they could also just start printing them as like affiliation specific cards. So you you talking about like how Shield has like Battle yeah. Medicine, which is Med Pack. Yeah. Yeah. So that could continue down the road as like, say, when we get the new Black Order and the new Asgards, we could get maybe a different version of uh, like field dressing for Asgardians and like like brace for impact for black water or something like that yeah maybe not those like specifically but something like that that way and they could maybe do it that way to where yeah no stuff the only thing that makes, that makes sense, sense more like like unaffiliated cards are, are good i have way more fun i feel like with my character and my affiliation specific cards like, i agree like it's where there's thematic yeah like they just they they're they're more fun to play like yeah brace is good and dominable is good you know what i mean but like a lot of these unaffiliated cards like one of these effects like you know you just pay a couple power and you prevent an effect from screwing you over in the game and that's, I mean, that's the end of it. But when you have things like, uh, to like, um, like Carnage's card, like you were talking about earlier, where you get like a displace, and then Carnage gets to make this attack, like your character gets to do like a really cool thing with a card, or you have, um, like a card in affiliation that's kind of neat just for you, or maybe it's similar in another faction character, but something like Mothership or something like uh, Asteroid M, like those are those are cool effects and they feel fun whenever you do them. So I, I would like to see just. If there was a transition to more of that, I think it would be good for the game and fun. But yeah, I wish they had. I I would concur. I wish they had a lot more um, like affiliated cards. Like there are some affiliations that just don't don't really have a whole lot when it comes to that, and it's it definitely puts them at a disadvantage. Yeah, I feel like. Well, uh, we can kind of uh, switch gears a little bit and go over to Cerebro News. Do you have any new updates or anything you want to share with the community? As far as Cerebro I sure goes? do. I have been very busy the last week. Uh, okay. So, since last recording, uh, let's see, I added a bunch of stuff to help people who use cerebro on the computer uh have a better experience it's not built for the computer but i threw them a bone things like adding 
arrows to switch pay between cards and the card view and um, not allowing you to accidentally click a menu item when you're looking at a list and then your list doesn't save stuff like that. So uh, in addition to that, some more exciting stuff, I added the timing charts to the resource section. Oh, nice. Yep. That's yeah. Uh, I added thumbnails for characters and the infinity gems on browser. They're always on, on the browser section. Uh, to see them in like list view and stuff, you just have to go to settings and check mark the little check mark and hit save. And then did that you go will... did that go live today? No, that went live uh the fifteenth. Okay. Uh then I... I added the tokens. So now you can see uh any tokens associated with a character, a tactics, or the uh, crisis cards. I mostly did that because I was tired of Brandon asking me what the tokens look like every Wednesday when he goes <laughs> to set up a crisis. So now he doesn't have to ask anymore. Well, I should never be in charge of setting up crisis. You got the perfect map for that now. I did. That's I spent I spent money to make sure that I could do that at a time of time. Maybe you should get uh, uh, some of those acrylic, like, just red, and, red, and, red it, and blue tokens I, that, like, Michael has. I thought about it, but I really like the regular tokens. I, they, they I like nice. them, too. I like the pictures. Yeah. yeah. Why, don't you, uh, why don't you shout out where you got that mat from, just in case anybody listening is like, well, what Brandon had was a very nice, um, I mean, it looked really good, like, the design and everything on it was nice. Um, the colors but, popped a lot more than I assumed that they would. Yeah, no, it was good. It felt like it was good quality and stuff. Um, it is a pre-marked mat, so everything on there... On like, neoprene. Yeah, on neoprene. So you have just everything. Um, everything is lettered, and you have, like, the circles. Uh, and it's not like... The, the circles and the ink and stuff they used on the mat isn't so, like... Like, when you're playing, you, you don't even really notice that they're there. Like it's not uh, overpowering at at all when you're yeah. just like, kind of looking at the mat. But um, yeah, honestly, when you're even playing, like yeah, you know, if you just stand away from it, like it doesn't hardly. You're just kind of like, oh yeah, that is there. When you like look into it, like once there's terrain and stuff, you're pretty distracted. Like yeah. it's not hugely in the way. Yeah, but where did uh where did you buy it from? In case anybody. I think the website is called iwargame.net. Um, the shipping was pretty quick. Um, the mat, uh, the mats are fifty, and then with shipping and tax, it was like sixty-seven. I think um, they were much more high quality than I thought they were. They would have been. Um, the cool thing too that was on it that I normally don't see here, it has pre-marked deployment lines. Um, which was pretty cool. Oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't notice it until I, I put it out, and I was like, "Oh, that is cool." Like, cause like I got it out, and I was like, "What are these lines?" And they go all the way around, so you can play it on any side. So it's like a box. That's cool. Um, well, yeah, I thought that was really cool. So it's not like preset. So and it's got the it's got all the tokens marks for whatever side you play on. So um, like if you're playing one way, you can turn it. You know. 
180 degrees and now you can play that way i guess 90 yeah 90 degrees yeah i was catching myself there i was like that's not right um and then it's got those marked right down the same way um and the letters are facing you depending on which way you're you know you're looking there besides i think the middle one's the only one that's only facing one direction Fun fact, after you guys, after you had mentioned where you got it, I think Wednesday or whatever, talked about it, I'm like 90% certain I actually played against the guy who makes these mats at LVO. Yeah, you you said that. I think, yeah, I was thinking about it. Like, when you got back from LVO, you I, told us about these mats. I remember I said about, about the mats. Playing it. Yeah, I, th- I played on them, but I think I played the guy that made them. Okay. So, and yeah. he was he was an absolute gent. Like, he was a really nice guy. He kicked my ass. Really good <laughs> at the game. I mean, good enough that he spends his free time creating mats for the game. So I guess he's got that going for him. I mean, if I mean, there's listen, I am pretty good quality. I, so I am living proof that you don't have to be good at the game to make accessories for the game. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Sorry. And I am living proof that you don't have to be good at the game. End of sentence. <laughs> jesus um okay uh yeah i don't know what you expect out of us cerebro before yeah let's get back to cerebro sorry oh there's there's a couple more things um on the list breakdown page which is the thing i view the most uh because that's the part i was excited to do uh because i knew i'd use it all the time you can now filter and only see lists that are a certain length. So if you want to go six wide in your game, you can look at lists that only have six models. And the other filters work with that. So if you want six wide, and you want to make sure Toad's in there, it'll show you lists that are six wide with Toad in it. Nice. And the last thing is, I have started working on the play feature um, as of recording. Uh in the like, I don't know, the alpha version that I have access to and no one else in the world does. I, you can create a game and you can view finished games, but you can't do anything with the game. So that's the last piece is the actual game part. I mean, you're getting and there. Yeah. It, it, if you were re- listening to this right now, um, probably within seven days, you'll see this feature. Oh wow! The first version of Ooh, it, and then I'll add to it as I go. But put himself on a timeline. I like it. Man, if, um, if it's not out by seven days from when you listen to it, you get to angry email us at uh, crit. Hit I will. <laughs> I will refund you the registration fee for cerebromcp.com. Oh wow, that's so generous <laughs> of you. And, and any donations that he's made. Uh no, I'm gonna. Those are donations. I keep those. I'm still in the hole, guys. Um, I did. If it's not out after seven days of listening to this, it means I ran into a big problem that I am trying to solve. Brad, it means we're not getting it anytime soon. So just move on. He'll. No, no, no. Brad said he'll actively smash his toad model if he doesn't get it done in seven days. He'll smash. I do have. Multiple toad a models? second toad model, and I'm gonna get a third eventually. So, well, you can't afford to break this one. 
So if you need a toad and you can't find one in your local game store, it's all Brad's fault. Unless their local game store is our local game store. I don't think that's going to be a problem. That's true. We definitely don't have one in our local game store. Well, uh, so as of recording, yesterday we all had our um, LGS night and got some games in. Unfortunately, Fred couldn't be there. So, sorry, um, Fred. Um, we we did. Uh, I, I don't think that we've actually talked about it on the podcast yet. So before like, I let everybody else kind of talk about the game, I will talk about the game that me and you played uh, where I did play Black Order. Yes. Because <laughs> I want to... <laughs> talk about interaction i thought was funny so fred brought uh you brought shadowland daredevil i think it was spider foes right it was i brought shadowland daredevil as a splash into my green goblin list yeah and fred was doing this cheeky he had, he had prio move his ninjas up and grab a cube yeah a cube and then he yeah. yeeted it back to um Daredevil, yeah, yeah Shadowland Daredevil, and they uh, KO themselves whenever they do that, and they're removed from the table, uh-huh. and he did it, and I was like, I get a victory point, and just uh, <laughs> was able to and score one I... within the first 15 seconds of the game. <laughs> and then I gave my ninjas to Brandon for him to use. <laughs> yep, and you uh, did a baton snare the rest of the game. So Yes, I did. So. Too high effect. That was uh, funny to me. Uh, outside of that first 15-second interaction, Fred kicked my ass. But that is that is incorrect. This game was an interesting <laughs> game where I felt like I was losing at every moment of this game until I actually won the game. So I well, I had that you at attrition. No right? way, shape, or form. Correct. I like that. I was uh, attritioning you pretty hard, but yeah. you got cubes. Suck. You got the cubes. Um, you, you had quite a few of the cubes, and you you were able to get a lot of points, turns two and three, right? I got I got enough points that uh, it, it was it was a case where I was sitting close enough uh, to actually win the game, uh, and I snuck enough points in uh, on that last round that I put me at exactly sixteen. Yeah, so the points kind of got away. I, I was getting your nutrition, but you played very well. Uh, you played the scenario very, very well, and you did, you did great. I uh, a small thought is I do like I so I played Black Order into. I know people were talking about like Black Order into grunts and stuff, and I do think that Black Order is pretty exceptional if somebody drops Electra or Daredevil on the table. Like, yeah, they kill the grunts. And they get their points and stuff like that. I don't... I, I, I think that that's not good. I think, though, that with Fury, it's still fine to play well, the Fury. grunts into Black Order. Like, I think that this shield... Like, now that I've played... Like, I, I've seen you guys play, like, a piss ton of Shadowland Daredevil, right? And I've seen them played on the table, and you guys have used them to good effect. And I've, I mean, I think I've had, now will be my fourth game with shield and, like, grunts. And I think that the shield grunts are vastly superior to the ninjas. Like, without a doubt. I, I think that you are correct. Well, I think, I think there's a, correct. 
in this specific scenario that we're talking about, I think uh, I do agree that I think the shield ones are much better against like Black Order. Mm-hmm. But it's to me, it's specifically because you get to like with shield, you choose when they come in, and you do it the same. You do technically with like Shadowland, Daredevil, and Elektra, but it's their builder. So it's the attack you want to be using when you need to generate power. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you really have to determine, like, I'm probably going to lose a victory point. Is it worth a four dice attack? Uh, because th- that's really all you're going to get out of it. Where with shield, you can bring them in and do stuff with them. They can come in immediately, pick something up. Where yeah, like you place the- them within range three at your own choosing. Shadowland, Daredevil, Electra, like you, you drop them in. They're already like prime for the picking for like Proxima or somebody. Yeah, and, and they, I, I, yeah, I don't know if they're like better in every like um, matchup, but I do think in this specific one, yeah, it's. I think there's a miles of a difference, unfortunately, between the two. But the... I think in a lot of other matchups, I think the 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 Shadowland ones are good. Like, I think they're just as good. Being able to place your objective is such a strong effect yeah like it's being able to throw your range three is also really good no i mean it is it is very very good but i i don't know i i think the shield agents are excuse me i think they're obnoxious and i love them so yeah because i mean there's there's always a time when you can technically with the ninjas like you could pick something up move medium and throw it range three, and now it's whatever it was is now basically on the complete other side of the board. Yeah. So. Uh. Well, this. Uh. So as of recording, it'd be yesterday. Um. We we did get. I think all of us got a game or two in. Uh. Brad, why don't you why don't you start us off and kind of recap what you played and how how your games went. First, I want to say that we had I think seven there last night and. If I count correctly, we had 10 games of MCP. Machi Machi. It's a pretty good game. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good night. Yeah. <laughs> so right? I got I three. Party. I got three games in. Uh, first game was against CJ. He's playing Web Warriors. I played X-Force. Um, I won that game, but we were both down to two models apiece by the end. Like... He was killing me just as fast as I was killing him, and he was playing Web Warriors, which doesn't make me feel great about X-Force. Try to remember the exact quote that you had after that game. I feel like it was something like, X-Force is not good. (laughs) He he walked up to me, and he was like, X, I don't don't know if X-Force is that good. And I was like, they seem pretty good. Oh, no. And then after uh, his second game, he was like, maybe I should just play X-Force. I've, I keep winning with them, but it never feels good. The second and third game I played were against Michael. So he was playing this weird unaffiliated list that he's trying out. Um, he had on his team against my X-Force was uh, Thanos with Mind and Power, X-23, Honey Badger, Black Cat. Shuri. Shuri? Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Sherry's for re-rolls. Are you sure list. there were 10 games? I'm I'm trying to figure this out. Ten I think games. there were. That's I mean, that's awesome. I'm just trying to... Because you played three, so you played Michael, Michael, CJ. Michael played another game. Michael played Jared. CJ played another game. CJ played Aaron. Shout out to CJ, by the way. He is uh, visiting in from uh, from Morgan Morgantown, Morgantown. Yeah, yeah. So he's in for the summer, and he's been coming in on Wednesdays and hanging out with us. And I think he's going to try to make a tournament that we're at. Well, when this releases, the tournament will actually be be, to, be today. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, shout out to shout out to CJ. He's been coming out and gaming for us now for a couple of weeks. He's a very nice guy, real fun to play with, and maybe yeah. it was only eight games. I mean, either way, it's still a lot. Because I mean, I, I think there played... were three games played on the table I didn't play at as well. The table you didn't play at was just me and Josh, and then Josh and Jared. No, Josh and Jared, you played two games, right? Uh, no, I played one game against Mike and one game against uh, Borka. Okay, so there right, were two been games seven played. games. I I must have double counted a couple games when I did that math before. <laughs> I mean, even though seven's still a lot, like that's a yeah, lot of games. Seven people, seven games. Yeah, and I uh, sat out. Like I could have. I mean, there could have easily been another game played. And to be fair, me and Michael could have probably got a game out. in before like anybody, <laughs> anybody else even showed up. But uh, we had a weird string of events that prevented us from playing right away. By that is, I was, I was, I was looking at magic cards. That yeah. I'm not sorry. Uh, go go ahead, Brett. Michael, uh, of course, that list was pretty deadly, but uh, my X-Force pulled it out. Um, like, I think the X-Force are yeah. good, but I think... Well, okay, so I don't think they're good. Like, they, they're they pretty <laughs> close to the bottom. Like, they're, they're not the bottom. I think that they're on the lower tier, but I think that X23 and Honey Badger have brought them back up. So, I think they're definitely playable. I didn't play Honey Badger in either one of those games. They're well, I mean, depending on points, but I think they're like, and I think the change. Oh the no, bullseye. I played a two pointer in both of those games. Was it Bullseye? Jared. Uh, it was Bullseye in one, Nebula in the other. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Um, I mean, I think that they're probably like kind of at the bottom middle tier. The thing that sucks is like. At the end of the day, they're a dice faction, you know, and they... That's why Baron Zemo's in there. Are they the only... They have one reroll once per the whole turn, which is pretty shit. Yeah. Are they... I think they might be one of the only, like, dicey factions that have no, like, good consistency like black order has consistency out of its ass because uh, of reality it, fighter well, foes and humans is at the bottom <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, they're at the like, bottom friend yeah so, spider foes and inhumans would probably like to talk to you about what is what well is the spider foes reroll is that once per turn too yes yeah okay so yeah I, I believe so. I'll be fair. I, I every time I want to even think about playing Green Goblin, I never actually read his leadership because Criminal Syndicates is just better. 
Yeah, it is. I mean, Crimson uh, I think it's really good. I, Guardians of the Galaxy, they they're they're really up there now with their winged tokens. I think X Force. I, I do think X Force with the model selection is kind of closer to the middle tier than they are the bottom. I still don't think they're. I mean, I still think they're kind of like that, like C C tier. Like, I still don't think they're like high, but like, I do think they're a good amount better than some of the really bad affiliations. No, I agree. Like, I, I think that they're they're better than. Uh, well, yeah. Well, once I mean, per turn, ally characters attacking, uh, it may reroll one opposing defense die. So yeah, I, I want to speak in defense of Green Goblin here. You're bringing his leadership so that you can do sinister traps. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, yeah that that is true. Yeah, no, I mean they Spider Foes has criminal. like crazy chip damage. Do we need like, to read the criminal syndicate affiliated cards if we're gonna make this comparison? I don't think that. <laughs> yeah. I think that. I think he's just saying that it like theirs is good. Like it's it, it's our like the affiliation's good because you have sinister traps and like weird stuff. Spider Foes also has some of the funnest characters in the game. I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing I think that gets overlooked for them is they do have some of the best, some of the funner characters in the game. What about uh, is that are those the games that you played, Brad, or did you have another one? I had one more. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, the last game I played Michael again because that's just how it shook out, and he has this cabal list he wants to try, and it seemed like it was pretty good. Um, it turns out Red Skull real good at dealing with Juggernaut. Uh, I played Brotherhood because I wanted to play something different, and he wanted to see if the list had any legs. So I played Brotherhood. My list was Magneto, Juggernaut, uh, Rogue, and Mystique. That's a great list. I love that list. Um, it's beefy. He he played Cabal, Loki with the Mind Gems, Bullseye. Shuri, of course. He loves Shuri. And Venom. Uh, it's pretty I think good. You, I think you called Red Skull Cabal. Red Skull is Cabal. I know, but you were like, he played Cabal. And then you never said Red Skull. Oh, yeah, he played Red Skull Cabal. Yeah. Um, it did very well. Um, it did very well. It looked like a it looked I, like a decent list. Uh, it, dice dice kind of went my way at the end, and I pulled it out. Look at Brad going three zero. It's the only reason he wanted to be on this podcast today, is so he could talk about that. <laughs> no, I I told you guys to do it without me the other day. So yeah, what? but Jared's computer's been boot, booting up for three days now. So. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's been so terrible. Uh, what about your games, Brandon? Uh, I played I I played one game. I was I was really really tired when I got there, and I spent um, probably a little longer than I anticipated looking uh, building a, a new de- a, a pioneer deck for Magic. Um, I played Dark Dimension into Shield, um, which was was kind of rough to be honest. It was a weird one, um, but it was it was a fun game. Um, there's a, I have a, I don't want to say arch rival because to be a rival, you actually have to like win every now and again, but there's a a player, a Borka at our locals that, uh, 
doesn't really matter what I do. I just can't can't get there. But uh, it, it, it was. Uh, I, yeah, I, I guess, and I tried not to. It was it was a really good game though, uh, or it felt really good. Um, he played. Who did he play? He played um, Hawkeye. He played, I think, uh, Nick Fury, Hawkeye. I know, I saw War Machine. Yeah, War Machine, Iron Man. War Machine, Iron Man. Sam? Sam. Hawkeye? You already said Hawkeye. I think think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. He had two Hawkeyes, I'm pretty sure. Double Hawkeye. (laughs) Let me tell you something about that game. He yelled now, at there's me. someone else. He yelled at me because I got too close to the table. Yeah. Well, I wish he would have stayed because he was rolling super hot until you walked over. And then it all changed. Then you walked away and it all went right back. Yeah. Was, uh, I was just coming over to say hi. And he looked over. He's like, can you get the fuck out of here? It's like, oh, oh, no. Yeah. I was he, like, you're uh, a killer, Jared. You're why, a killer. Why is oh, that he had a... Taskmaster as well. That's what so. it was. Yeah. Yeah, Taskmaster on tu- uh, walked up and flipped the civilian on turn one and lived his best life pretty well the rest of the game. Um, I played. I had Dormammu, Shadowland, Daredevil, Baron Mordo, Bob, and Bullseye. So it was interesting. It was definitely it was definitely a fun game. I, I should have stayed over there for you, man. I'm sorry. You should have, because he was rolling. He uh, he had some pretty bad defense rolls, but he was rolling super hot on offense. Like, every now and again, I'd get, like, two successes. I'm like, yes, and he'd be, like, five on, like, four <laughs> dice. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, just the way it'd be sometimes. But it was good. It was good to see him. He's had – so he gets some pretty bad luck. We've got some games that you can go back and look where he's got some rough rolls. So it was – it was good for him that he got some got some nice stuff. he got some good rolls in there for him. So Well, I chose to play Shield. Um I was gonna to play Black Order, but now that we got Black Swan's card I'm just gonna kinda wait and see what uh Super Giant does and whether or not the first of the Black Order is a leadership card. So I'll wait until I get all the information, and then I'll probably start playing Black Order again. But I decided to try out Shield uh, some more. Played a couple games. I heard an interesting roster that was on Alfredo Size 3 Taco Truck. I think that's the correct. Is that right, Brad? Yes. Yeah. I listened to uh, one of the guys on there talk about his experience with Shield. So I kind of picked apart some of the stuff that he was saying and just kind of went from there and tried it out. It was pretty fun. Um, I played against Michael, one of our locals. I mean, everybody's our locals. I played against Michael uh, from the first game. He played. He's doing his uh, unaffiliated Franken Franken roster that he's got going on. Uh, played against Thanos with Power Mind, X twenty three, Honey Badger, Toad, Black Cat. Um, it was good. We played. Uh, Hammers, yeah, Hammers, and, oh shit, Mutant Madman. that was what the other one was. Uh, so Hammers, Mutant Madman. Um, my shield agents were able to get one of the sides of the hammer, I was able to flip my two back Mutant Madman points, and I think turn one, he chose to 
So on my right flank, I had Fury, and I had um, I had Fury, Bullseye, and Venom on my right flank, and then the Agents, uh, obviously. And I had Hawkeye kind of more in the middle of the board. Um, and then I had uh, Iron Man Widow on my left flank. And he chose to commit Thanos and then X-23 and Honey Badger to, like, my right flank, I guess, to get Fury, which he did. Like, I thought I was safe. I misread the judgment. Yeah, I play Thanos, so I should know better. But he was able to double move. Uh, and then at, at my placing, he was able to uh, track their beam in uh, Fury and get a hit on him with X-23. And then he tried to come in and get a swing uh with honey badger but i don't think he did any damage so where he committed right side i was able to take three of the mutant madmen um let's go up on points and then uh from there just kind of i was able to kind of stay ahead on points uh, i was real annoying with uh eyes in the sky and then like lethal protector and stuff like that just kind of controlling like where the damage went eyes of the eyes in the sky is it's fucking stupid like it's such a good card and i would like to chime in here because i agree 100 percent. oh it's fucking stupid dude like it is uh, it is so good i i think the two games i've played i think i played eyes in the sky a total of like seven times or six times or something like that they're gonna have to be real uh real uh what's a good word here they're gonna have to really think through every character they add to shield um i, I kind of had this conversation because like if they end up getting to a roster that's even and i don't think they will but if they ever get a roster that's even close to as big as like the avengers i i, I dude with all those tactics cards like i just don't know like it's just i mean you're, you're not taking most of them yeah. like a lot of them aren't the best like they do have good ones but like they have 10 but i mean they could have like 20 tactics cards if you're if only like a handful of them are good then i mean i guess it's all right but yeah but yeah i mean eyes in the sky it's it's not a shield specific card it's a fury specific card and he needs three power and then he can um it there's no range limit on it so any test when somebody's targeted on the field he can pay three power and they can move short um and it's just it's really good that's but uh yeah i was able to stay ahead on points and then kind of burn down um i think i killed honey badger uh with some pretty decent shooting from hawkeye and then i was able to kind of control uh x23 and kind of burst her down and then uh, I was able to get the last six points to to kind of seal the deal. I think in like turn four, I think it was. So it was a fun game. And then I played against uh, Borka right after he got done. Uh, not too long after he got done playing against Brandon, uh, and he was also playing Shield. So I went kind of wide, and he went a little bit taller. So he went She-Hulk, Fury, Voodoo, and War Machine, and I had uh, my Fury. Oh, shit, what I played? My Fury, Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Iron Man, and Venom, I think, is what I played. So, uh, pretty much all I have to say about that game is that Winter Soldier with a hammer is 
stupid. Oh, Winter Soldier's really good with a hammer. I mean, it was yeah. water wet. It was. Green. It was so dumb. Like, walked up, got a hammer, crawled up on a trailer. After that, I mean, it was just. I think he one rounded, voodoo, just top to bottom with rapid fire shots. Round two, right? It just, it just. Yeah, and and turn. Yeah, turn two. He immediately gunned down. Um, Voodoo, uh, Venom just kind of chucked She-Hulk away. Hawkeye, he was actually the MVP. So using Hawkeye to like hook arrow around and move and shoot shield agents and make them drop the hammer is that's pretty disturbing. I think that his shield agents were in a like decent spot for me to shoot, like where they moved up turn one. So he advanced up and he. I think I can't remember if he paid one or not. He might have had a trick shot, but he moved up, shot the agents. Uh, they dropped the hammer. Uh, th- that was my last activation, so he didn't have anybody else to go with, so he couldn't pick it up. So I denied that point there. I think turn two, Fury had power. He pulled in the agents, and they just went to the back of the board um, to kind of run away with the hammer. So Hawkeye hook arrowed again. Did a medium move and was able to still shoot the agents again. I mean, they only have one die. Uh, if they're within three of Fury, they can reroll. But he shoots them with Fight Ice Attack, probably kills them. They drop it again to nine points. So he was my MVP probably that game. Hawkeye was just shooting true all night long. But uh, yeah, Shield's fun. I'm having a lot of fun playing him. So. Uh, Hawkeye took one attack and killed Dormammu, so there's that. Oh my god. Well, how much health did he have left? That's the important question. He had a, he only had two health left. Yeah, uh, there you go. I, Hawkeye was he was shooting. That's actually all he did the entire game. Like he maybe scored. No, he may have scored one point, and I think he scored two or three points actually. But like he just like sat on the far objective, and like then he just like walked to the middle one, and then he was like, all right, and then he just walk, he hook arrowed and took a shot, and it was just like it just it just got through, and I was like, all right. Yeah. At that Hawkeye. point, the game was. I basically the game was basically over. I just let him, you know, finish his do his have his fun. But it was like, like Hawkeye did absolutely nothing. And then walked over and threw like four dice first, four dice, and just I think he had five, five or six successes. And it was like okay, good times. Shooting straight nukes. Yeah, All that's what mean. he does. That is what he does. All right. Well, um, if nobody has anything else they want to talk about we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and take a look at black swan so you guys have anything else you want to talk about I'm no i'm good sounds great all right yep take a quick break and we'll be right back all right welcome back to uh the crit hit wild character review this week we actually have a new character to look at so we're gonna be able to look at black swan who has just been revealed uh, real quick, before we actually take a look at her, I just want to uh, remind everybody that if you're watching this video on YouTube, that uh, we do have a full podcast version that's out on Spotify, Google, Apple, just anywhere you listen to your podcast content. Uh, come give us a listen. Uh, we just, I mean, if you want to, it's four guys just rambling and having terrible opinions on the game. But yeah, if you want to listen to it. Uh, full version is uh, located there. So come check it out. 
so when we do these uh, character reviews, just to remind everyone, we look at their stats to their threat value, we look at their kit, we look how they do in affiliation, and we look at their slash ability. So looking at CP81, Black Swan, and Supergiant Box, we have Black Swan. So she's coming in at uh, 443 defense with six stats. Shit, the bed. Six stamp, size two, four threat, medium move. She has your standard uh, five dice physical strike um, with the normal power builder with a wild size four push. So pretty good. Uh, that's that's really important in her card. It's a short push away. Uh, Very good. Going into her second attack, she has a range three, five dice, one power cost, I-beam. So... It has auto incinerate after it's resolved and a wild pierce. So another very, very good ability. Her spender, which, I mean, doesn't... This is uh, one of the probably bigger things on this character's card. It's a range 2, 4 power, 8 dice uh, spender with a wild throw and a hit trigger follow-up after the attack is resolved. The character may make an I-beam attack without paying the power cost, and the I-beam must target the original target, so whoever you punch with everything dies, and it ignores range and line of sight. So for just a hit trigger on 8 dice, you can get a 8 uh, dice physical attack with the potential to throw, followed by a 5 dice pierce, energy pierce with uh, auto incinerate. So pretty crazy. Uh, she has a two-power charge, uh, so if you're playing any of the characters charge, it's the exact same. Uh, she has a uh, reactive called Midnight Field, so when she is defending, she can spend any amount of power, so however much she has on her, she can spend it, uh, during the modified opponent's dice step, and for each power you spend, you can blank uh, one of the attacker's wilds, so it's a... it's Modoc, but pay one per wild so uh and then she has a one power reactive telepathic suggestion when this character is attacking it can use a superpower during the modify opponent's dice step of the attack if it does you can reroll an opposing defense die so it's the spider foe's leadership for for one power uh and it's not once per turn so you can do it every time she attacks uh finally she has flight and she can take the power stone and then on her flip side, everything's everything's the same. So, yeah. Uh, initial thoughts for for Black Swan. Who who wants to start? We'll yeah. let you, we'll let you yeah. start, Fred. Go ahead. I, I love this. This is great. This is real good. This is right up my alley. Uh, so, can we talk about that wild throw that's on the spender? Uh, yeah, you're talking about the wild throw that has no size limit? It has no size limit. That means you can throw Dormammu. Yep. That means you can turn Dormammu into a weapon to deal six damage to someone if they don't do good on their dodge roll. That is, that is, he's size five, right? Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's size yeah. five. Yeah. So that is holy moly, holy moly. Yep. And she can charge into it. This is this is like, it's a lot I, of power. I love this. Yeah, it's a lot of power. You're right. You know what she also has? The Power Stone. That's true. <laughs> uh, can anybody pull up Cerebro and tell me what the percentage is to get a wild on eight? 
you asked that one. I had the pit ready. Hits ninety three percent. Yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's. I mean, the hits just gravy. I, I, I think. Gravy. I think that. Well, I think that. Like you clearly want the throw. Like the throw can. I mean, it can kind of make or break. Uh, whether or not, like you know, you score a scenario. Seventy. It's a seventy percent. Okay, so seventy and then a ninety three. Yeah. So I mean, incredible odds for her to be able to get both of her triggers. I, I mean, if you don't get the follow up, it's gonna feel real bad. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the the throw is after the attack is resolved. I feel like there's probably a chance that you just sometimes you just kill the character, so maybe you don't get the throw. But uh, okay, okay, I see. I mean, if the character's dazed, I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You're not gonna get that juicy, juicy throw to somebody else, but it's still great. It's still great. Yeah, no, it's really, really good. Obviously, it, you want to you want to live the dream, right? And it have like one damage left, and then you go throw it into something. I mean, if you're doing this into Dormammu, he probably lives, and then. Well, uh, but it, if let's say he had, they have two damage left. You throw them into something, and then you I beam them. Yep. Uh, uh, there's the dream. That's I don't know dream. if that's the dream because then you have to rely on five dice. You know, you're. Well, if they roll a uh, roll a bunch of blocks, you can just make them re-roll one of them. What She's you, great. What do you Why think? Why are you not screaming about what? Fred, Is after everyone... you spent Fred, after you spent your two to charge and your four for the spender, you have that one left over to make them re-roll. We're spending a lot of power yeah. on this deck. Yeah, <laughs> she she has no. Uh, she has no uh, short like shortcomings when it comes to like spinning power. Like right. she's gonna spend all of her power, unless you're really anticipating like people gunning her down and you want to save it for midnight field. She has yeah no issue spending down every single turn. She has a lot of fun stuff to spend her power on. Yeah, so I mean the this problem is, is she cannot spend the power offensively and defensively. She's going to have to choose. Mm. And people are going to pick offense because yeah. it's fun, and then she's going to die. Yeah, Not I'm... that I think she's bad. I, I like her a lot. I just She's either going to live forever and not do much, except support. Like, Incinerate's really good. I, th- I think this a take push... is wrong. incinerates good pushes good like she'll support but she won't be killing anything really and she lives forever or she has major output and then dies but that flexibility is nice too yeah what do you think brandon are you Uh... are you on frets are you more excited like fred or are you a little bit more I, I, I'm 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 in a weird spot because this is the four we get right after they gave us the shit fucking bo- shit fucking sandwich that was Electra. Like, hey, <coughs> what happened to the Brandon from the Discord chat yesterday? Yeah, <laughs> I thought she was one of the top three fours. God, she wouldn't be a top three four <laughs> if there were only two fours in the game. All right, bye. <laughs> because <laughs> I, 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 I love this character I, I, she does exactly what she's meant to do like 
to Brad's point, like I, I think you choose offense uh, most of the time, and I think that's fine. I think that's what she's there to do. I think that's what she does really well. There are going to be scenarios where you just you whiff on a roll and then she just dies. Uh, the only I, the only concern I do have is that the six stam on the front side, especially if you take if you take the power stone, if you don't get a big attack off, there's a scenario where she might just die before she gets to do anything, and then she gets really only one good turn on her backside, um, and then she's probably going to just die again uh, because you're going to use all you're probably going to use all 10 of the power on your first on your attack. If she say she has 10 um, on her flip side, like you're probably going to do everything dies twice. And I mean, that's probably going to do a lot of damage. And I, I think that's probably, that could be worth it. There's a scenario with everything dies. Uh, she could kill three or four models in one activation. Uh, mm. So that's magical Christmas land. I mean, if you if you're playing against a really wide roster of threes that have a lot of five, five, even four and five health with threes and twos, and then you can throw something, especially like Juggernaut, like you throw you everything dies if you can go into Juggernaut, almost kill him, and then throw him into someone. That's a lot of that's five going at someone. If they don't roll anything, they're probably dead. Then you can follow up, kill Juggernaut, and you can do it again to someone else. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, but I think three is very reasonable, especially with two character throws. If you can hit the same character with the throw twice and four attacks. I, I mean, I think three is very reasonable, and I think that might be worth it. I, the, I, we talked about it a little bit last night. I actually, I like her without the power stone and affiliations that um, give her power for free just to save you on that one threat. Um, I'd like one her threat's a lot. A lot. Yeah, and it, she it, gets it, a lot out of that, but it is a lot. It, it changes the math and what you're going to list build and stuff. Again, I, I think she's uh, she's going to fit into a lot of affiliations splash wise. I think she's a really good uh, good modeled character. Like I said, my biggest beef with her is just the fact that for whatever reason, this is the like I feel like this is very much how uh, Electra could have been designed. And yeah, give her yeah. eye lasers. Well, besides that, <laughs> like just like the builder seems very much like Electra-ish. Besides, like maybe the push not being size four. Um, I mean, Electra technically has like she doesn't have a builder, but she has a better strike attack than. than well, I mean, I guess it's our, if you're talking about for murder, she's better. Though the size four push is insane. Yeah. So, so I, she's got a lot of this card specifically. She's got a lot of stuff um, that's kind of that sticks out on her. That it's like, oh, you don't really read it the first time you go through, and you're like, oh, oh, that too, oh, that too. Like I, I've read this card three or four times now, and I think every time I'm like, oh, she she also does that. I'm like, oh, that's not... yeah. I mean, it's very busy. I I think I'm sitting with you, Fred. Like I'm, I think that she has a lot to be excited about. <laughs> Uh, four four three like so four four three, and six tam. If Angela's taught me anything, it's that, that uh, it does fuck all. Doesn't like, do a damn thing. It, it, yeah, like it's like four four three is like good. It's good on a four threat. I think on a, like with a four threat character, four four three is exactly what you want to see. It's probably actually a little bit more. A well, no, it's probably in the middle. Uh, six and six on both sides is 
again, perfectly good. It's what you want on a four threat character. Yeah, it's um, right about average for so, health. That's my that's my issue with the power stone is that six six at five threat is at the bottom of those five threat characters as far as stand. It's concerned. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that she has so much to spend power on if you're not taking her in like an A force, or you're not taking her in. I mean, I guess dark dimension. Dark, yeah, dark dimension. Yeah, she she's good in dark dimension. Uh, but she needs, I, I think if you're playing anything that can do that, she's fine at four. And I think for her kit, it's, it's good at four. I think if you play her anywhere else, you're probably slapping the power on her. And that's one thing I appreciate about her design space is that like Corvus, her- Corvus is a four threat character, but really he's not really he's a five threat character. He's a five threat character because you've been saying not to take reality on him. Like he's he's amazing with reality. They've done a good job with her of giving her very I think reasonably costed superpowers and then giving her access to the power stone to make you be able to do guaranteed one of these things every turn, right? Like you can do some of this stuff every turn. Uh Probably several abilities every turn, actually. So, and she's not the worst five with the power stone. Like, no, she's better than I would say some of a good. Like if you ranked her and just baseline said, you know, she generates three power at the start of her turn, like Hulk, and she's just a five threat character. Like I think that she's better than a lot of the, uh, uh, probably at least a third of the field that we have of five threat characters in the game. Like she's vastly. Yeah, like she's pretty, she's pretty fucking good. So are we count? And we're gonna count Corvus as a five threat character. Yeah, he's also probably better. Like he, well, okay, so, so he's. So uh, well, he has to be better than five five threat characters. I, I don't know. So, Corvus actually is a little bit different because, you like when you're taking him, you're taking him in a package deal, right? So I don't know that that's a it's a hundred percent a fair comparison, like because he's always taken with Proxima. So right there you're looking at a threat that you're spending, and then him by himself without Proxima and without like Thanos and like Death Decree and uh, be able to cosmic portal him and stuff like that. Uh, I think that he's kind of in a own weird like fucking pocket dimension to talk about when it comes to Corvus. But for her at five threat. I think that she needs very little support. Like I think it's fourteen she... to fifteen, so she still has to be and to be a third better, she still has to be better than five of the five threat characters. Let me let me let me look up the characters here. So you've got Thor, which hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get in there. She's better okay, so she's she's better than Jean Grey. Okay. She, yeah, so we'll start, we'll start there. She's better than Black, the... she's better than Black Bolt. She's better than Cassandra Nova. I'm willing... Yeah, no, I... Uh, it's a tricky one. I'm going to come back to that. I think that she is better than... She's better than Thor. Ugh, I yeah, don't know. No, no yeah, she, she is. She is. She I is. she's better than Thor. I think that she's better than Thor. Uh, and then... Uh, the, the health difference on Thor. Thor rolls the same defense, has two more health. And can hit arguably as hard. 
I think that she is. I think that she's better than Thor. And he has a throw on his. He has a size four throw on his builder. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he, he, he does have nope. a size four throw. And I would probably say that she's. It's tricky. Like I want to say that she's better than Angela. I do think that she's probably better than Angela. If Ooh. not for that cheeky, Angela can went, like go and take a middle extract and then leave. Angela's long movement and extra health, I think it was... I still think that she's probably better. I'm torn between saying that she's better than Angela or, or Doctor Strange. Like, OG Doctor Strange. Ooh, ooh. I, I, I mean, I'm not willing to wade in on this subject. I don't know enough about these these models to say who's better and who's better. I just know that I think she's great. She's capital G great. No, she's good. She So she has, uh, I think, to Brandon's point, she has uh, pretty, she has good stats, what you want for fourth threat. The stats lack a little bit when you compare her and you make her a five threat. I think that's, that... that's the only point I was trying to make. I just think, I mean, as far as fours are concerned, I think she's probably just like on paper, she's probably like top four in the four threat range. I think it's hard to compare to the fives because I do think they hold a little bit more weight. Even Black Bolt, because um, I mean, once you flip Black Bolt, he's real hard to kill, and he's gonna he's gonna beat you up. You never flip Black Bolt though. Yeah, and without um, all you've got for him to like flip himself. Even his range four, five dice, pierces. I mean, he's got good stuff. I mean, the worst thing about him is literally just, like, his leadership sucks. Like, and Damn. if focus power cost one less, it would be... I don't think we'd be having this conversation about Black Bolt. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's not good. But, um, yeah. yeah, no, her, her, her threat, her stats are... are pretty decent she has an amazing kit I, I think that we can all i mean we're all in agreement that her kit is like really good right with like everything that she has going on yes uh i splash ability i think that she is pretty splashable i don't know that there's any affiliations that's gonna complain to get an unlimited size throw and a wild push that can deal with size four I think that all affiliations, you know, want that. I think that both of those things in her kit are pretty incredible. Uh, I think that, like, if you take her, Fred plays a lot of Spider-Foes. If you take her in Spider-Foes, you can Goblin reroll, and then also Telepathic Suggestion reroll, and reroll two opposing defense dice, and then attack one more time, and then also uh, pay one and make them reroll again. So she's... Uh, defense dice like re-rolling machine and yeah. like if people are rolling like three or four dice for defense they're probably getting two successes and if you roll re-roll both those successes like in a turn she can push an insane amount of damage through so i would like to clarify that you're not saying she should be played in every affiliation you're just saying that she could be played in every affiliation i'm not saying that she can I, like i don't know that she goes into every single affiliation i'm saying that i think that all, none of the affiliations if you splash her would complain about anything on her kit 
like I just, I just needed because the way you said it originally, it seemed like you were saying that every affiliation should take her. No, 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 and no. I, I fundamentally incorrect. Yeah, I don't think that. No, I don't think that she's going to go into every affiliation. Like, I don't think you need to splash her into everything. Like, she's she's not like so broken that that's uh, she needs to go in. But I, I think that yeah, in our comment section. <laughs> Thank you. You're looking out for me. I think that though, what is on her kit? Like, if you chose to splash her. I don't think that like any affiliations, like like I think that she can benefit every affiliation with what she has going on. So, uh, yeah, and then so her splash ability is pretty high. I jury's out on whether or not she actually can see play in Black Order. Uh, I think that she's good. She's probably going to be five threat in Black Order, and I mean you're already taxed for threat if you're if you're taking her. And if you have five threat to spend, I don't like. I still, if the game plan is to attrition, I still think that you probably go for Corvus because he is sturdier. But uh, what if you don't take Thanos? So that's that's where the jury's out, right? Because if you're not Thanos, it's like if you ask me my two cents, I think that Thanos is the strongest character in the game. Like, he's probably... Like, two Jim Thanos, to be specific. Spoiler for a future review. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, so, uh, Two-Stone two Thanos is, in my opinion, like, the number one model in the game. Um, so, I, I don't know why you... Like, currently, I don't know why you would still take her. I don't think that you would. However... If you're not bringing Thanos because they have a leadership card that they can play on other stuff, then I think that just does a complete 180, and then she's very much in the conversation. Because if you're playing 16, and or, or you have 16 threat with Corvus Proxima, Two Stone Thanos, I think that you just kind of always stick with that, and you build from there. But if you don't take Thanos, you could play like her, Corvus, Proxima, make one of them your leader and then play like a two threat at 15 like on Gamma or something like that. And then I think that she's like really in the conversation. So I don't know. I think until we see what that card does kind of dictates how much play she sees in, in affiliation. Yeah. I think we have to be a little tempered on that. I think that uh, when we get to the next section of this, that's a that's a big thing that weighs her down for me because if that's not a leadership card, I'm not sure you ever really play her in her only affiliation that she's going to be affiliated in. Uh, she could be that. Cabal. God, I have not. That's dumb. I'm Cabal. pretty sure she's been on the Cabal, Cabal. on some version of the Cabal. Now she would Cabal. be. She she probably do Cabal some good. I think they would like to have her. I think they'd like to have anything. <laughs> You're not wrong. If I can play uh, her Modoc and, and Red Skull at 14. She has been a member of the Cabal. I just double checked. Well, this should probably be in there. Everybody else is. They uh, let anybody in. Okay. You so... robbed the bank one time. Go ahead, you in. <laughs> so, uh... So, looking at her, uh, anybody can correct me if I'm wrong. I think just to kind of recap what we're thinking, uh, decent decent stats, like 
nothing to gush over, but it, she's not bad by any means. She's she's pretty well what you kind of expect. Uh, an amazing kit. I'm not saying she's not playable in affiliation currently, but until we get a little bit more information, we're not 100% sure on uh, her affiliation, like how often you're taking her in affiliation. And then her splash ability is is pretty pretty decent. Like she could probably go in several places and be pretty happy. And I think a lot of places would be happy to kind of have her in. So, and in a an affiliation that can give her power, uh, you probably can squeeze by taking her as a four. Uh, but anywhere else, I mean, you're probably I mean, you're probably stapling the power stone to her because she has so much fun stuff that she can do with it. I mean, that just okay. That opens up so much possibility for her. Like, her turn one plays are super interesting because there's multiple paths that you can go. I think she'll really shine in a world where she gets to play as a four-threat character that gets extra power. No. So did I have all that correct? Or did I did I leave out anything? Yeah. I just want to mention the first turn play. Fred's going to love this. So you move her once, and then you charge into a spender... And then you throw the model into one of their other models and then shoot it with the lasers. That's t- <laughs> that was a turn one play. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have to start with six power. <laughs> uh, power stone and inhumans? Yeah. Yeah, you can do it with inhumans. That's yeah. true. Yeah, power stone and inhumans. Yeah. You, can, you can pull it off. There you go. <laughs> so we figured oh, it out. baby. God, you had to be playing <clears throat> a lot of points. I mean, you're uh, starting you off with ten models. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but you got to play at least two more Inhumans. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. wait, yeah, no, <laughs> no, because you play Black Bolt, you play Black Swan. Okay. And then if you're playing like can't 14th play Fourteen Threat, you play Ronan, right? You just play Medusa. That's not or Medusa. But that's not that's... enough people to give her the six yeah. power. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, no. If we're talking about that play. I thought you just meant, like, taking her in general. Okay. No. I would say that's yeah. the only problem with that is you... You have to you play have... 16. Or up. Yes. Because you take two three-pointers. Yeah. Easy peasy. All right. So we can get into uh, ranking her really quick, and then we'll kind of wrap up this character review. So... Uh yeah, S S S through F. What are we, what are we thinking for? I guess. You won't let Fred get excited again. Let us lead us off. I guess this one's <laughs> kind of weird because like, I guess we could kind of say what we think she is, and then yeah. what she is would, with the power it would stone be hot because take. it would be hot take. I like I'm probably gonna do yeah, what I think she is. Yeah, it would be hot take if we didn't do it. Let's yeah. Just go for it. I think what she is at four, and then what she is without a power stone, or with the power stone, if that alters how much better you think that makes her. So, go ahead, Fred. Uh, uh, so, I think that I'm going to give her an A, and then mm-hmm. an A, uh, for, for both of those circumstances, because I love everything here. She plays directly into the way that I like to play, mm-hmm. which is just violence. I think she'll and, be really good in Spider Foes too. Yeah, that's what I was like. Uh, the list that I came up with for her is Spider Foes. It's you know, it's it's not to get ahead of myself, but 
I think that that just switches her on in a way that's really lovely. And I, 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 I just, I just am gushing to play this character on the, on the table. I want to see it. I want to see it play out. All right. So A's, what do you think, Brad? Uh, B plus. B plus. And I'm really giving one grade. I don't care for this two grade thing. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> what about you, Brandon? Um, uh, my thing with her is I, I, I'm, I'm, this judgment is based without knowing what those tactics cards are, uh, without the possibility of a leadership, her not being able, I, I, I just, I'm not sure what scenarios you actually ever play her with black border. And then you have your affiliations that you're splashing her in, um, like inhumans would be a good one. Like inhumans are trash. Like A Force is a good one, and then you're in that same boat. Is she really better than like Angela or some of their other options? I think she's really good in Steve Avengers. Um, and then going down the leaderships, I think she's great in Dormammu. I think that's almost going to be a must going forward. Uh, I think she. It really sucks, but I think she basically just replaces Carnage and Spider Foes. Um, I don't know I if agree. you. Really I don't know if you ever play Carnage with Spider Foes anymore. Um, again, Spider Foes not a great affiliation. Um, I, if she's if she's if she's <sighs> yeah fine. Uh, sorry, go, sorry, go ahead. But and then like Cabal, um, I I think if she's Cabal affiliated, that's a that's a huge plus because I think uh, I like I think I do agree. I think if she's Cabal, I think that's. I mean, you had to play Cabal, which kind of sucks, but I think that might make Cabal not like you know bottom like four affiliation in the game. Um, A Force again, I think she's really good in that. I'm not sure how you play her. Uh, I don't know if you ever play her in Kingpin uh, Syndicate, Shadowland Daredevil Syndicate. She's probably she's probably pretty good in. Um, You're missing and, an obvious one, Brandon. X Force. Uh, Cyclops. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I that did, other I, people can. I specifically excluded her. the affiliations that she should not be played in. Like, uh, so the other people can like help Cyclops. her do her spender. You know what? If you are playing, uh, if you're playing Cyclops as leadership, sure you can play whatever you want because you don't care about winning um, at all. That's you know what? <laughs> at that one tournament, like next time the Jason comes up, Brad. I would love, love to get on camera him playing Electra and Cabal like he's been talking, and you play Black Swan and Cy- Cyclops leadership, and just have the absolute I biggest think shit, I win shit fest, game. just the biggest <laughs> shit fest that we've ever seen. <laughs> like I would love to I see. Have, Jared, <laughs> I have one game with Cyclops as my leader. People have won games with Red Skull as their leader. So, people... you know, yeah, Red Skull's not as bad as you think he is. I think Red Skull's fine. I think it's the, now. The have I ever? Meh. Red Skull's won. leadership is fine. Red Skull himself kind of sucks. Good. Have I even once ever used Cyclops's leadership? No. But I have one gaze with him as my leader. Uh, I'm not one to speak for the people, but I feel like the people want to see want to see this go down. Just, yeah, like, I would vote for that happening. Um, I definitely would vote for that happening. I I also vote for for that happening. 
I vote for that happening. Holy shit. Jason, right. if you're you, listening you, to this, it's it's happening. We got to make it happen. And you're almost on summer break, so you have no excuses. <laughs> yeah. Calling you out. I'm like Brad. physically excited. Like, I'm physically excited to watch the worst game of MCP I've ever seen in my life. So, uh, anyway, sorry, I, we interrupted you. Go ahead. Uh, as in summary to what I was getting at, I think the affiliation she's really good in, the good ver- the good affiliations, It's I think she's an iffy play, uh, and then the bad ones, you're still playing a bad affiliation, so I'm not really sure how good that is. Um I'm, I'm gonna give her a, a solid B. Um, it feels low, but I, I think all things considered, I feel like this is a model, and I, I want to say this. I think this is a model that could just get lost. Um, if she's not, if there's not a leadership card for Black Order, um, I I just I do I think there's just a scenario like a world where like. When people play affiliations, it's like where you have every model to choose from. Every model has to have a specific thing. And most of the affiliations that really want to kill stuff have a lot of those models um, already. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like adding another one might be it's like like so like in my syndicate roster that plays Shadowland Daredevil, it's like, yeah, she'd be really good in that. But like you're really looking at like a voodoo spot like a black cat spot, like those tech pieces, and she doesn't do that kind of tech. Um, so I, I think it's kind of... And if you want something to just kill something, and you're going to play the Power Stone, just play Hulk. Um, if you're just trying to kill stuff, like, just play Hulk. Like, just... If you're already at 5 threat, and if you can do 6 threat, you just play Hulk. Like, I'm not... Like, Hulk's just better than her, I think, in almost any kind of capacity. And that's not a downside on her... Hulk's one of the best, probably three characters in the entire game, uh, with his rework. Um, so I, that, yeah, I feel like that's room to improve. I think if that leadership comes in play, I think she's definitely at that like A minus, um, just because a 17 threat Corvus reality Proxima, her with a power stone and Black Dwarf at 17, is fucking terrifying. Yep. the The only way I could see her maybe like. Plus Black Order Tactics cards, like, yeah, that's... (laughs) She's an absolutely gross piece for, I think, Blood Despair, which I was talking about last night. Blood Despair, uh, if you guys don't know what it is, I think it's two or three power, and when you would be dazed, you can pay it, and then you can immediately perform an attack. Three power? Three power, yeah. So you pay three power, you can immediately make an attack, and the card does not specify that you have to hit the character that hit you. So you can hit somebody else, and it doesn't require you to use just like a strike. So you can use a spender. So if somebody dazes her for 7 power, which if somebody's with power stone and then somebody hitting her, like if they get her at the top of the round, uh, she's going to have 7 power. So you can 3 power blood despair into a 4 power everything dies. And just absolutely either murder the piece that killed you or murder another important piece that is within range. So I think that she's uh, pretty gross with that tactics card. But uh, So I like her a lot. I am pretty in love with her kit. I think that she has a lot of interesting and fun things on her card. I 
don't like she has defensive tech i'm kind of missing the damage reduction that the rest of the black order has but that would really put her over the top probably um so the defensive tech that she has is good it doesn't keep her alive i think it more often than not just makes her annoying it's like if you want to get her off a point characters with attacks they can't like wild throw you off or wild push you off because you just blanket so if anything it just kind of makes her sticky uh on the board so um sticky 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 yes uh i mean you brandon kind of hit the nail on the head with like just how the affiliation stuff works i think whether you take her as a four whether you take her with the power the power definitely puts her in like a different bracket for me but I think with everything that she can do, I still think that she's probably an A-tier character. And then if the leadership card can let her be played in Black Order, I think maybe she moves up to an S-minus for me. Ooh. But Ooh. but I think with like the... I thought S and F weren't going to have pluses and minuses, Jared. Oh, you're right. A-plus. Yeah. That's true. We did say that. I forgot. Uh, A+. You said that. Uh, that, I, was your, that was your amendment. Yeah, that was you. I thought it was just... I thought, okay, I forgot. I had another smooth brain moment. We talked about this at the beginning of the cast. That's smooth brain. Uh, I think that she's somewhere between... I think she's probably an A. Uh, and I think if she becomes pretty splashable, I think that she's A+. Plus, so I'll, I'll stick there. She she might be an S with the Power Stone, but I'll, I'll leave it at A, A+. Plus, so. so then we got two A's and two B's. How balanced? We're pretty. Me and you, I feel like, are really far away because I think she could get lost in like just never seeing play, and you're just like a plus. I a plus has got to be reserved for models you consider no matter what you're doing. I think that and she... I do not think in any capacity she's that model. Like I, I never, I'm never chaos. considering her. I'm never considering her in Kingpin Criminal Syndicate ever. Like See, she's never a model that I ever am thinking I want to play in this. I think, and I think that... A plus models have to be that consideration for almost anything. But that's just how I view it. I think the S tier models. To me, S tier models are the models that you're always considering for everything, right? Like there are a lot of models in this game. Like, I think S tier models are models that you're probably playing one to two of ninety percent of the time. Yeah, those are the models that like you're always looking at. Other than that, you're you're pretty much looking at like stuff in affiliation, right? Like I think that just with what her kit does, just in this character as a whole, I think that she's an A tier model. Like I think that she's better than. But I think we had different S tier opinions because my S tier was strictly like the top five models, well, the models I viewed as the top five in the game, and I think yours was a little bit larger than mine. So I think this is more. I think it's a little bit more subjective. Subjective. Yeah, I think it's more. But I think I was just kind of explaining that I think our views are a little bit different on the way we're kind of grading, where I think uh, you have a little bit higher of a scale and a little bit wider, where mine's kind of a little bit more restrictive. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's all right. The thing that I think really, well, I think the thing that keeps her also like high A tier to me is I I've said it before on the cast, but I have just insane value. For characters that can move models size 4 or larger. Because with the 1.5 changes, that is... Ex- uh, like, it's not easy to find. And it's not easy to find 
on uh, cheaper models, right? So, like, when you're looking at things that can display size 4, you're looking at, like, Juggernaut Tactics Card, who is a 5-threat character. Like, clearly, both the Hulks can display size 4 characters. So, but they're 6-threat. Magneto can move around for or size 4 characters, but he's also 6-threat. Uh, Rogue can do it, and that's good value that she can do it. Um, she's 4-threat. Uh, Captain Marvel can yeah captain marvel can do it but there's not like unless you're paying a crazy premium there's not a lot of characters that can do that so like some factions are having trouble uh hawkbuster can do it but he's six threat right so you have to have like these big points investments and i feel like any time that you can get a size four and the fact that she can fucking throw unlimited is nuts to me like that's like, so i love good. her at four my only issue yeah. is like exactly what you're saying right now if you're already going to five i think you can get way better and just take a six i just think at that point you just take a six yeah but like that downgrading is so huge though the yeah but going from so say you're playing a five and a four playing a six and a three because those sixes are in my opinion all the ones you named are going to be miles better than she is in most every scenario. Yeah, but she's a four pointer. I mean like you're But that's thing we're not we're not no we're not playing her as a four. This is not as a four. Everything we're talking about is she's gotta be a five, right? No no no. I'm yeah. like there and there are uh you can take her as like a four. Like in affiliations that can get her power. You can take her as a four. So like as a four her having like the size four put like whether or not you have the power stone doesn't change the fact that I, she can push yeah, size I, four characters. Yeah, I, I agree. I think she's really good in those affiliations. I thought you were talking about her with the power stone, so I, I do apologize. No, just as a whole, like with her package, she can baseline push a size four character, which is nuts. And then she's probably going to get off like at least two everything dies a game. I like, guess probably. I think that's pretty guaranteed that you can probably get off two of those every game. So, just two chances to throw a size, a Dormammu, is it's just nuts to me. Especially on, like, a size 4 character. And that's if you don't take the Power Stone. I think if you take the Power Stone, it's guaranteed that you get off two of those a turn, and probably more. Like, I think after round one, you you can probably get off and everything dies every single round with the Power Stone. Unless she dies. We'll just, we'll just have, well, when she comes out, we'll just play a whole gauntlet with her and, like, all kinds of affiliations. And... I'm sure that she will probably get played. <laughs> Like I think everybody wants to try her out at least once, right? So yeah. I, that's that's the only thing. Like I said, I, I think that's the one thing. I think the, our biggest difference is I I could literally see her just being one of those models that's really good, but not like good enough. That's and fair. Be, be, just being, it comes back to I think I it's just the, there's a lot of models that are just restricted on what they're affiliated in, and I feel like sometimes we just forget about their existence. That's fair. Well, these are these are all good hot takes. Only time will tell, like how well she actually does. So, uh, overall, though, I think that they did a good job with her. I think that she's you know thematic. I think that her kit seems fun. So even if she does get kind of lost through the just ocean of plastic that we now have for this game, I think that she's still overall really still kind of get if, excited about. So yeah, and if she gets an affiliation card. I, I love that. Like, that's... Yeah, that... 
that I reserve that I reserve the right to change my opinion if that if we find that out because yep. that I would play a list and just play six seventeens and just hope I always play seventeen because that seventeen is disgusting. Yep. All right. Well, uh, what are we looking at for comics, Brad? Oh, um, I wasn't quite ready for that. Give me just a second. Okay. What? Did you have something to say? I was gonna. I was gonna vamp, but it's no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just had laid my phone down, so I wasn't quite ready. So I have two suggestions here. Um, both of which I've read this time, so that's unusual. Uh, the first one is Avengers No Surrender, which is Avengers 675 through 690. Uh, it's written by Mark Wade, Al Ewing, Jim Zub, uh, Art Pepe Larraz, who's like the best in the business. Uh, Kim Yacinto? Jacinto? I don't know. And Paco Medino. Um, three teams of Avengers, one of them led by Rogue, take on um, the Grandmaster's Lethal Legion and the Challenger's Black Order. So the Grandmaster and the Challenger are um, big, like, cosmic things. Uh, I don't know. One of them's related to uh, the Collector and them, but I don't know which one. I do uh, like the Collector. The Grandmaster might have been, what's his name in Thor Ragnarok? Magnificent. Oh, uh... God, what's that actor's name? Jeff Goldblum. I, I'm blanking Jeff on Goldblum. Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Oh my god. How do you both <laughs> yeah. blank on Jeff Goldblum? You're both. I don't know. Podcast. I don't know. So that might have been Jeff Goldblum's character, the Grandmaster. Um, but uh, Grandmaster puts together the Lethal Legion. Most of those characters are new, and they're pretty cool. Like there's like this floating octopus dude that has like mental powers and stuff, and then the Challenger leads this Black Order team, and it's the, uh, what is it, six Black Order members that aren't Thanos? Six! Uh, One, two, three. Okay, that's right, that is six. I thought there was one that I hadn't thought of, and I got excited because I thought maybe there's going to be another one. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mathed the it out. Six members yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. of the Black Order. <clears throat> and, eight. There's uh, only eight if you count Gamora and Nebula, but yeah, you, you've, we've got wow. our... Don't yeah. expect more. Okay, and um, so they're doing this big competition because they're both characters about competitions. And there's these like pyramid things all over the world, and they're trying to claim it. And the Avengers are just trying to stop them because that's what the Avengers do. Uh, sure. And so uh, it's. It's good. It's long, but it, if you read it in one sitting, like it doesn't take that long to read. Like it goes pretty fast. There's a lot of cool characters in there. There's definitely characters in there that you have never heard of. Um, and then some characters you have. And it's just, it's a cool fight all over the world. Um, 
one of the only Avengers stories I've actually enjoyed that I've read. So, wow, that's a hot take. I haven't uh, read a lot of comics, as you know, but uh, I actually did see Black Swan in uh, Infinity. Yeah, I I almost talked about that one, but from what I could tell, she's barely in she's it. She's not really in it. I I think that there's a couple pan- panels where like Beast teaches her Latin, <laughs> so like she's just hanging out in a room. So she's... I knew that I knew that she was from a different universe, but I did not realize until I did my research for this bit right now that she's actually from the Earth of her alternate universe. Oh yeah, yeah, I think I, I did not that. know that. Um, so their earth must be very different than any earth we're familiar with. I did, however, pick, um, a story by Jonathan Hickman, who wrote Infinity, uh, Secret Wars, the 2015 version, uh, Jonathan Hickman and Asad Ribic, who, um, I've been a big fan of Asad Ribic's art since, uh, Future Sight. So Brandon can help me out here. There was a giant, a red giant in Future Sight. Red giant in Future Sight. Yeah. And the artwork, you're like, it's drawn from like ground level looking up at him. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Give me just a second. Yeah, I should have looked up that card, but when I made this, I wasn't sure I was even going to be on the episode. So, well, Brandon's looking that up. Uh, I've been a fan of Asad Rubik's art since I saw that card. It was one of his early works. He is a phenomenal artist. Anyway, this story, uh, it's a great writer uh, and a great artist. Come together to tell um, a story that changes everything in the Marvel Universe. This is so DC has this big thing where they like reset their universes every couple years and they usually restart it from scratch. This was okay. like Marvel's one time only soft reset. They didn't reset everything from scratch, but they kind of like took things back to basics after this. What was uh, the artist's name? Asad Rubik. Yeah, E S A D. R-I-B-I-C. Void win intimidator. What's the rules on that card? Uh, Cowards can't block warriors. Yes! I will send it in the chat if uh, Jared wants to pull up the link and show show the world what we're talking about or he can just search its name but I sent the link. Yep. That's I I could picture it. I just could not think of its name, and for good reason because that's not a uh, not so much a normal name. Yes, love that art. It's only uh, it's only six cents right now. For all you collectors out there, I uh, I definitely put that card in a deck for copies. Six cents um, plus a dollar ninety nine shipping. Oh my god! Uh, with a bunch of, I built a warrior deck just so I could play that card because I like the art. Anyway, so in this uh, in this series that is very relevant, if you've gone to any recent movies, uh, the six one six is uh, the barriers between realities has thinned, and there's an incursion going on that's going to destroy the reality. 
and um, Doom uh, gets the power of a god and takes pieces of the different universes that are collapsing and builds this thing called uh, Battle World. And the people in Battle World have only ever known Battle World. They did not know about the world that came before. And uh, the main series is, I want to say eight issues. I didn't write this down. But um, it's got Black Swan in, like all the way through the story. Uh, so it's one of the times she's appeared the most. Uh, if you like the main series, you want to learn more about the world, they put out so many, many series around this. Like four issues of like different pieces of Battle World where it's basically alternate universe stories. Um, so like if you like the 90s X-Men cartoon, mm-hmm. well, that's one of the p- places that they wrote a series about. Okay. And um, everything in that world, because each universe is just a little piece now. So everything goes on in the mall on uh, on 90s X-Men world. Okay. So um, it's, a, it's a cool series. Uh, there's speculation that this might be the next big event that they are building towards because incursions were recently mentioned in a Marvel property. But I don't know about all that. All right, well. Uh, does anyone else have anything they want to talk about regards to Black Swan? Yes, actually, uh, I have a recommendation. Oh, uh, so Black Swan is from a different universe. So I have a movie recommendation and that is a movie by Darren Aronofsky starring Natalie Portman. I watched it relatively recently and... It's a very good movie about a descent into madness based upon a dancing competition, and it's called Black Swan, and I highly <laughs> recommend. I was wondering where it was going, then I realized what was oh, happening. Oh, yeah, I knew, I knew exactly where he was going with that one. Ugh. Natalie Portman definitely gave it away a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it. Maybe in that alternate universe, she's actually like an A-plus model. Like uh, you guys think she is? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, uh, she's. I'm gonna shove her down your throat when, when <laughs> I said, Brandon. My I take is her... either gonna age great or so bad. Like there's no in between on my take. Like it's gonna age. It's gonna age like the finest wine, or it's gonna age like an I, apple in the sun. Brandon, we didn't. Brandon, we did not all give her an A. That's true. That's true. I love I the way that B plus. I love the way that Fred said that to you. He was like laughing, but it's like shaking his head like shucks. He's like, ha, I'm gonna shove her down your throat. <laughs> like, <laughs> was, I love it. I love it. All right, guys. Uh, well, that thank you for joining us. Uh, let us know uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. Let us know in the comments what you guys think of Black Swan. What would you rate her? Uh, just kind of on the letter scale that we use. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think about our kit. Uh, and if you're not listening to the full podcast, you should, because we offer... You get more Fred. You get more, yeah, 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 there you go. I, I, like, I was struggling to come up with why you would listen to it, but yeah, you get more Fred. You get more Fred. You get a lot more Fred. 
You get Woo! <laughs> All right. You can't really beat getting more Fred, to be fair. All right. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.